Hi, everyone. This is Survival Magic Radio. I'm your host, Zoe Mizuna, and this is the third episode of This Great Idea. <laughs> and since <clears throat> since our last uh, since last time we talked, I have been embarking on this new experiment in relation to Cal Newport's digital minimalism hypothesis theories, books, and lifestyle. And this all began about two weeks ago, uh, after my last episode, where I was feeling pretty down about the whole podcast um, medium as a way of communicating with people. And I'm really thankful for a few very, you know, close friends in my life who I was able to kind of bounce this idea off of. Yeah, there were definitely a few days there and, you know, one cannot only blame the extreme crash in mood after the release of the last podcast to just vanity metrics and the algorithm working against your favor, right? But I think it's safe to say now that it's okay to act upon the world and create upon the world. This is, this is okay, you know, but I was recognizing also that, you know, as a performer, um, as an artist, as a DJ in particular, that whenever I created something, whenever I, you know, completed uh, some kind of performance or some kind of milestone in my path as a creative, I would always feel uh, a little bit depressed a few days after the release. Um, and this wasn't, there was, there didn't seem to be anything um, on the internet about this. Although, you know, I think an artist's experience is incredibly unique in a variety of ways. But I was just beginning to feel, you know, just really disillusioned with the internet in general and just how many platforms there are uh, for this or that, you know, piece of breaking news or breaking content or, you know, there's just a information overload out there. And I was feeling some shame that I was also contributing to this calamity of noise. And then I was putting, you know, so much energy into um, just the production and making every word sound right. And, you know, also being really careful with my words because I didn't want to offend anybody, um, especially because some of these, some of these podcasts are a little bit political and, there's a fear of offending people, of, you know, just downright losing friends. Um, it's a hostile environment, <laughs> the internet uh, audio sphere, content sphere. It's a hostile environment to be, you know, speaking what's true to you, um, even asking deep questions, you know. A friend of mine, uh since the last episode sent me this great article, uh, written by this person, you may have heard of him, George Orwell, 
on the politics of uh, language and specifically English language and how somehow it's totally gone awry <laughs> in the last hundred years. How exactly hasn't gone awry? Well, he kind of begins the piece with talking about the way people don't bother to admit that English and language um, and the English language in particular has just kind of gone by the wayside in terms of being a medium through which we can actually communicate meaning and concrete ideas. And he gives a few uh, anecdotes here. One of the examples here that he points out is from Professor Lancelot Hogan from Interglossia. It says, on the one side, we have the free personality, and by definition, it is not neurotic, for it has neither conflict nor dream. Its desires, such as they are, are transparent, for they are just what institutional approval keeps in the forefront of consciousness. And another institutional pattern would alter their number and intensity. There is little in them that is neutral, irreductible, or culturally dangerous. But on the other hand, the social bond itself is nothing but the mutual reflection of these self-secure integrities. Recall the definition of love. Is it not the very picture of a small academic where there is place in this hall of mirrors and either personally or fraternally? <laughs> I mean, he goes on to say that the these passages, apart from being just totally ugly, there's, there's five examples of writing similar to this. Um, and he describes them as stale of imagery and lack and lacking precision, as well as just being kind of a phrases that are, that kind of take the place of prefabricated hen houses. So in essence, we're all running around in circles, trying to explain our way out of the situation, trying to out syllable each other. Yeah. So the more syllables I use in a, in a particular, you don't even need to say particular, the amount of words and the amount of syllables that you use to deliver a message in a sentence, we've somehow, con we've, we've conflated that with language that's largely rooted in, in nihilism and postmodern talking circles that just talk you in a circle until you feel like you must be wrong uh, about whatever you said because, you know, you're not out postmoderning the other person in their politics. And so, and I'm not really, I'm not really a postmodernist at the end of the day. And, you know, at this point in the story, if any of you are postmodernists, um, this may not be the podcast for you because I, um, I am very critical of anything that, um, you know, non-college educated person wouldn't be able to easily understand. So coming back to tech minimalism and the deletion of social media, aka the liberation of our souls, is something that isn't easy for someone who's built their you know, creative career on these platforms. But I think in part, the move to get out of these platforms has been, has been the way in which I'm going to be able to continue creating. 
because I do feel like I want more, I want more autonomy um, in how I create. And the reality of it is, is that whenever these platforms, these platforms can just go defunct at any moment. I mean, this happened, this happened a couple years ago when Facebook was down for like more than it had ever been down historically, because there's just so much data going into the cloud right now. These services, if that's what you want to call them, um, they're running out of room and they're not taking their business in the direction of, you know, what is good for the people that are using it. So I see that the future of technology, especially, you know, we've been talking about the Aquarius age, we've been talking about, you know, the Saturn um, and Uranus square and this Saturn in Aquarius is really interesting because on one hand, we're, we are looking to have more control over how we connect with other people um, and realizing that a lot of these platforms are the antithesis of that autonomy. Um, so in an effort to, have, to be living a more autonomous, um, more focused and more um, authentic life that's not constantly being influenced by the the input of everybody else's thoughts um this is uh this is going to be a big move it's not as easy as just hitting hitting delete on everything so i have um some ideas for anybody who's looking to join the attention resistance movement as a uh, digital minimalism kind of outlines is that the, I mean, it's an entire lifestyle um, with many different facets about the, you know, the particulars of it and exactly how you go about doing it. Um, but of course I'm, I'm all about experimental lifestyles. I've, uh, I've definitely tried pretty much every diet you can think of as well as different lives, you know, like CrossFit and, you know, barefoot running and all these things. And I can say right now, I am not <laughs> really doing any of any of that. Um, so I think it was a ripe time to try out something new um, in a way that, you know, just was a critical look at how I was relating to people and what information I'm consuming on a daily basis. I can say that initially when I, I didn't even delete these platforms, but I deactivated them. And that could have also contributed to the week and a half of depression <laughs> that I just came out of. And it can be scary, you know, if this is where, and they don't talk to you about this. They're just like, you should delete everything and take back your control of your mind. And I'm like, well, I, I, I agree with that. You know, what's that like? Um, let's, let's do it, you know? Um, and I think it was a combination of having just produced one of these podcasts and put, putting that out there into the world, you know, and then seeing like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm alone. You know, what does it mean? It's all pointless. We're all stuck in this, in this hamster wheel of endless, endless scrolling and if you're not in that space, like you're, you're going to lose track of, you know, all of these people that you want to keep in touch with. And I just think that there's more, there's got to be more to it than that. There's got to be more to it than like Facebook does not have to be our destiny people. And those, those that are listening that are not on these platforms are at your light years ahead of us. And, uh, you know, good for you for, um, seeing, seeing these things as they, as they really are.
But, you know, if you think about it, Facebook came onto the scene right around 2005. And that was, that was my uh, senior year in high school. So it was really, you know, I feel like the, the millennials of my generation, I'm 33 now. So Facebook has been in the sphere for 2 billion people are using this platform. That's a lot of people, but that's not all the people on in, in the planet. And these numbers seem to be going down. It's like at a certain point, where's the growth to be had in these platforms? Because whoever hasn't adopted right now um, probably won't, uh, seeing as the direction that Facebook is going with its business model. But it's like, you know, people are like, uh, you know, I learned this, I learned this in high school early on in, in a journalism and media class that people are just, uh, people are like cockroaches and media marketing is marketing itself is like spraying cockroaches. You have to keep intensifying the way in which you're spraying them because they'll just keep surviving. And in that way, I think that the analogy here is that human, (laughs) we're not cockroaches necessarily, but like our, our mental robustness and our, our will to survive and be autonomous beings. And these social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they're not allowing us to maintain, you know, some kind of sense of autonomy. So this is a really interesting conversation and it was totally freestyled. Hopefully derive some kind of structure from it at the same time. Um, I just wing it. I don't know. Trying to be a little more authentic with the whole thing. And at the same time, script writing is a whole other skill set. And the last episode that I produced, it was only a 25 minute long episode, but it took, it took close to 10 hours to record, um, to create, record and produce and launch and then promote. Um, And that's an insane amount of work for one person that's also trying to get a job with her, you know, new master's degree. So yeah, we're trying to keep the whole machine, the whole system functioning and moving forward in a, in a way that's, that's beneficial and not destructive. Um, and there's also a component of it where, you know, maybe if somebody listens to this, they'll feel, you know, maybe the extra nudge that they need to get off of some of these platforms. Um, but you got to have a plan in place. You know what I mean? It's, it's like abuse is a loaded word. Um, but I would say that our relationship with social media is on the spectrum of, uh, power over a kind of dynamic. And that has a lot to do with the amount of psychological research that goes into the creation of these platforms. Um, so if you've ever felt like you don't know what happened, you spaced out and an hour, you know, half hour, an hour later, you could still been on social media. Or maybe if the thought of getting off social media for even a finite period of time, just like terrifies you, it might be worth taking a critical look at, you know, just exactly what role these platforms are playing in your life. And if it's something that you maybe want to change. Um, It's not a mistake. There's nothing wrong with you. Uh, The platform is built that way. Now that we've kind of gotten gotten a lay of the land, now comes the call to action in the situation. It's been about 17 minutes of yammering. 
um, the call to action is to join me, <laughs> join me in a, in a, in a week long, a two week long fast of social media. Unless of course your job depends on it and you have to access this platform, um, to manage an account or something like that. But if it's purely for entertainment purposes, or if it's purely for communicating with like friends and family, um, maybe let them know, let, let the people know that you communicate regularly with on these platforms that you're going to be trying to transition off of them. Uh, not because you don't love them. Obviously you love them or you wouldn't be sending them a message to let them know that you want to keep in touch with them somewhere else. You know, these platforms were once they didn't exist and we had relationships. <laughs> yes, I know our relationships are much more international. They're across time zones. I mean, many of my listeners are on Pacific Standard Time and I'm in Europe. So I totally understand this need and desire to want to maintain these relationships. But you got to set that up. That's the part that, you know, having autonomy, um, you know, they don't talk about that. Having autonomy means taking more responsibility for your relationships and not letting Facebook take the take on that responsibility, especially if they're taking it on in a way that's, you know, draining your life force and manipulating your attention span and preventing you from actually having a real authentic conversation with somebody over the phone, for example. So we're here and this is nearing the end of episode three of Survival Magic Radio. This is the point in the show where we all take a big breath in. And a big breath out. And we just integrate a little bit. You know, we just think deeply about our moment on the earth, our moment in time. Survival Magic Radio is produced and hosted by me, Zoe Mitsuna. If you'd like to support the creation of future episodes, you can head on over to my Patreon page at patreon.com slash survivalmagicradio. Until next time, wild and cosmic beings, this is Zoe Mitsuna signing off.